A Pig's Head and Tail, written by Father George Hogarty, Korea. In February this year, I visited Korea 19 years after my last visit in 2000, and from 1980 to 1982, I had spent two years there doing the Columban Overseas Training Program as a seminarian. Now, some old friends had invited me to return to this mysterious yet very modern country. I'd heard the country had become one of the most modern and technologically advanced nations in the world, and so I wondered if all of the more traditional career I had known as Shin Haksen, a seminarian, had all but disappeared, and I didn't have to wait long to find out. The signs of modernity were everywhere, including the fast train that whisked me out of Seoul at 220 kilometres per hour to the town of Usong. In Usong, a family I knew from my time on overseas training had organised for me to go with them on a bus trip planned by their local neighbourhood committee to visit Chilgap Mountain National Park and then on to Taichon. I was no sooner off the train when we set off on our bus trip and word soon passed around that there was a foreigner on the bus and that he was a Catholic priest. And of course, I was asked to stand up in the bus and give an insa, a greeting, and a chon malsum, some appropriate words. It was 37 years since I studied the Korean language and I had practically no opportunities to use it since. So, naturally, my Korean language was quite rusty, to say the least. But according to Korean custom, I had to get up and say a few words of greeting and thanksgiving for the hospitality received, no matter how poorly I expressed it. And, of course, I received thunderous applause. So, I was quickly discovering that even though Korea had modernised to a large extent, many of the old lovable traditions and customs were surviving quite well, and more was to come. We duly arrived at Chilgap Mountain, and everyone alighted from the bus. The sun was shining, but still it was freezing, as it was the middle of a Korean winter. A plastic mat was laid on the frozen ground of the car park, and a low altar placed on it. And then, with great fanfare, a pig's head was pulled from a bag and ceremoniously placed on a plate on the altar. And all the people, regardless of religion, even the Christians along with the Buddhists and the Shamanists, performed a profound bow in front of the pig's head, and I was the only exception. Then, white envelopes containing seemingly generous donations of money were stuffed into the pig's mouth. And according to traditional Korean folklore, the pig represents wealth, and the act of placing money in the pig's mouth is a plea from the people to the spirit world for financial security and prosperity. The fact that we had come to Chilgap Mountain was no accident either. Traditional shamanistic belief holds that good spirits abound in places of natural beauty such as this mountain, and to come into their presence in such places of natural beauty is to invite health and well-being. After the customary bows were completed, plates of dok or Korean rice cakes and copious bottles of soju and makoli, strong alcoholic liquors, were generously shared among all present. 
After an hour communing with nature, we were again on the bus and on our way to Taijan, where it was planned that we would eat at a popular fish restaurant. However, all of a sudden it became apparent that the neighbourhood committee members had met a problem, and they looked at one another with puzzled and worried faces. The committee president had looked at the pig's head, now returned to its ceremonial bag, and discovered the money he thought was in the pig's mouth had disappeared. And that money was needed to pay for the planned mill in the restaurant in Taichan. And as they carefully searched for the missing money, trying not to alert the rest of the passengers to their plight, tensions mounted as the bus neared Taichan. The organisers were so desperate they began to silently wonder if the pig had mysteriously developed magical powers and snaffled the envelopes and the money. They were near despair as the restaurant loomed into sight, and then, all of a sudden, one of the trip organisers stood up to get off the bus, and a big wad of envelopes fell from his back pocket. He put the envelopes into his pocket after the ceremony finished, but had forgotten all about it after drinking a few glasses of soju, and no doubt to keep warm in the intense cold. And everyone breathed a sigh of relief, and their spirits revived. The passengers poured off the bus and headed for the restaurant, and the committee president and members thanked the pig for this sudden shower of prosperity and expressed their joy and shouted, Ojingo Mogo Popshida, let's eat some raw squid. It was then that I realised I was back in the career I knew of old, some things just never change. Columban Father George Hogarty was a missionary in Peru for eight years, he is currently in Australia and will return to missionary work in Chile next month.